0: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing, and retail industries by visiting epicor.com/essential. That's e p slash o r.com/essential.
1: Right now, savings goals might feel out of reach. But with the U.S. Bank mobile app, we can help you put money aside in a way that won't make you miss it. Using personalized insights, you can save in a way that works in real life and all the curveballs that come with it. So let's get you closer to whatever it is you're saving for. Because at U.S. Bank, even our tools are smart enough to put people first. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Welcome to the Boost Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Leonard. Today's episode
2: features Weston Trestle. Weston is a video producer and video marketing strategist. His company, Weston Trestle Creative, enables businesses, organizations, and entrepreneurs to leverage the power of video for their marketing and communications. The part of Boost he addresses during our conversation
3: is build your brand. Let's listen in.
2: Hey, Weston, welcome to the Boost Podcast.
3: Hey Kelly, thanks for having me on and good evening.
2: My pleasure, my pleasure. I'm excited to have this conversation because uh, I'm a fan of video and the power of video. And I know you are the video guru being a producer and strategist <laughs> and all that good stuff. So I was just looking forward to having this conversation and just finding out what are some of the trends and things that are taking place in video right now? Like, what do you see? Like, everybody wants to be YouTube famous and, <laughs> you know,
3: Instagram famous. The fame.
2: Viral. So, you
3: know, have- All these hot terms is floating around right
2: yes yeah so tell us more about what you what you do and what you see you know some of the trends that are taking place in the work around video
3: yeah Yeah. well you know it's great to be having this conversation because you know i know that you have quite an extensive background in working in video and uh you know you understand very much you know the dynamics and and importance and the role that it plays with you know how it can help professionals uh, you know, not only just market themselves, but really, you know, build that brand awareness, which I think is the, the big part of where we're always trying to focus our attention. And uh, you know, the way I always like to work with people in this space and build awareness is Just what do you expect from video in 2020? What have been the ongoing trends these past couple of years? Because to be honest with you, the conversation I'm having today in 2020 is different than the conversation I was having back in 2015. Video has been playing increasingly more of a role in people's outreach and marketing. And, you know, there's various reasons for that. But in a a simple, brief sort of overview, I mean, just look at the devices we have. They've become more capable of playing video uh, just as much as our browser advanced service. Has been able to deliver that video to us. And so a lot of people have very quickly been swept up into this new paradigm, which is that video media is readily available, um, but there are still a lot of people who are learning how to access it because, you know, part of this is an education uh, that has to go on because, you know, video for a long time occupied a very specific role. And that if you were using it for building brand awareness for yourself as a professional or for your business, It would be something of like a marketing video, something you put out there to just kind of, you know, wave the flag and, you know, say, Hey, you know, here's a, here's a quick pitch about what I do and how I do it. And that's great. And that's something that you definitely need to have too. But actually where I think people really need to be focusing their attention is in how video can really help project who we are as individuals out into the world, whether you're using on LinkedIn, Facebook, or YouTube, it's really about people getting comfortable with you and getting to know what you're all about.
2: Mm. Gotcha. So, like, what best practices do you see out there? Because, you know, there's this, you watch some videos and you're like, eek, I wouldn't have put, I wouldn't have published that if I were you. (laughs) But then you hear other people just do it. You got to get your feet wet and all that. And I'm sure there must be some sort of happy medium. So what are some of the best practices that you would suggest for somebody if maybe they're just dipping their toe in the video pond?
3: Yeah. Well, you know, you touched on probably one of the, you know, predominant questions I interface with uh, almost on a daily basis, which is, you know gosh, you know, how does how, do, how does video work for me? How do I really get in front of the camera? How do I get comfortable with it? How do I really approach this? And, you know, um, you, you brought up a good point, which is, you know, definitely jump right in, get into it. Now, of course, that's easier than said than done. Um, but, you know, I always like to, as a video producer, you know, think in terms of perspective and contextualize things in a way that makes sense for people. And one thing I always like to do as a thought exercise for anyone who's considering doing video is that really go into it knowing that you need to own that base and what I mean by that is that there are a lot of people who look at video and they think of themselves as not being you know camera friendly camera ready and that's okay Um, what I try to uh, convey to people is that it is important for you to own the video space and to make it your own whoever you are and however it is that you talk to other people be genuine and work at being yourself. Because oddly enough, uh, the trick sometimes is not necessarily about getting people to be themselves, Uh, Outright, It's about how do you just get them to be themselves in front of the camera? Because as soon as you hit the record button (laughs) and they see that red light come on, you know, oh, I know, it's like a deer in the headlights a lot of the time. So I understand. I've been on both sides of the camera, so I know how it goes. And I think one of the things I come back to in that when you talk about dipping your toes into the water is that there is, you know, it's funny enough, is that we have this very powerful tool with us in our pockets all Mm -hmm. the time. It's Mm -hmm. our phones, right? right? And they've got the cameras on there. And so actually, you know, uh, before you even get into posting videos or thinking about how it's going to work for you, you know, pull out your phone. And if you've got a marketing pitch you're working on, if you have a new uh, type of presentation, discussion, however it is you're messaging yourself, Take out your phone, record yourself, take a look at it, and get into the habit of doing that maybe once a week. Don't try posting anything. Just get into the habit of getting used to recording yourself. Look at the playback, you know, critique and modify as you see fit. Because you mentioned earlier, sometimes you look at content that people do and you say to yourself, well, maybe I want to have done it that way. And so the idea being is that if you can work at that ahead of time, you can prevent that issue.
2: But now how do you address the issue around um – Because even to this day, anytime I see myself on video, I like cringe. I'm just like, ugh. but then other people (laughs) will say, oh, you know, you did really well. So is it that you suggest that people just pick up the phone and try practice, but but don't don't judge the book by it's kind of like have someone else evaluate it and say whether or not it resonates with them or not, because I think, you know, between video and or audio recording, oftentimes we don't like the way that we sound or we don't. Like the way that we look, and the last thing you want to hear from somebody is, "Oh, wow, you have a a perfect face for radio," because that's you know, yeah. not for me, perhaps. But um, but yeah. So how do you address that issue around, um, just making sure that you have perhaps someone, an accountability partner, or somebody who's going to be able to to really be honest with you in terms of yeah, video is for you, because let's be let's be honest, maybe video isn't for everyone. I know everyone probably should be doing videos, but if we, <laughs> can we honestly say that? I mean, I know you all work. <laughs> it'd be wonderful for everyone to be great on, on camera, but let's just face it, not everybody's going to be great on camera. And so yeah. what I want to address, so my one thing is, okay, so where do we get that that feedback? But then on the flip side, are there alternatives to me having my face on the video if perhaps I feel like, you know what, I've done this a million times. I listened to Weston on the podcast and he gave all these great tips, but I still am not comfortable with video. What's the alternative that you would suggest to those people?
3: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, that's something too, where it's, uh, it's, it could be very personalized when it comes to where your comfort level's at and what you really want to do. And it's interesting enough is that some people just generally have an interest in just not making themselves the face of the operation. Because I will say this is where I think about video strategy is important because, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes too – even at a more you know, rudimentary level, it might be a question of you're trying to build a brand that's not necessarily associated with yourself. And this is definitely something that larger businesses or businesses are looking to grow need to sort of future-proof themselves and not necessarily inherently link themselves to an individual. But coming back to your point, One of the things that is really important about any of this is planning. And when it comes to video strategies and how you can not only make videos but how do you use them, part of that discussion is identifying the right kind of video for you. So people in my space, you know, when people hear a term like, you know, a video producer, media producer, there can, you know, be a lot of questions in terms of, you know, what does that actually entail? But, Mm -hmm. you know, anytime I sit down with anyone and actually map these things out, part of that discussion is to decide, you know, do we actually have anyone on camera? Do you want to be the face of the organization? Do we feel better that this message could be brought across in better terms? And I'll use a case in point. I worked with a gentleman uh, just over the summer doing video, and, you know, he's great his presentations, he's a very good consultant, and uh, his business model, very sound, and he's very articulate. Mm -hmm. However, he did not want to be on camera it was just his personal choice and i and i gave him the option of saying well you know we can have you on camera we could go this route of doing animated video and see this was a way we were able to convey the message provide visual aids to help support that message and it didn't involve him being on camera and in a lot of ways it was to his benefit because he had a business model that had various components to it and let's be honest Sometimes you don't want to be just looking at a talking head all the time. You know, you want to actually, you know, us as humans, we like to be entertained. And to be honest, when it comes to video, its biggest advantage is its ability to be able to do that. And, you know, you figure it's a powerful medium in that it is both visual and audio. And so, yeah, how do you best leverage that? And what you can do when it comes to this varied approach is that it's really great to be able to you know, even if you don't um, feel like doing a you know, video where you're on camera, is to be thinking about what are the great creative alternatives. And these can be animated explainer videos that may actually use anything from animated infographics to other sort of illustrated representations. And this can be very beneficial for those who have very conceptualized concepts as well. Mm -hmm. And this is just one of uh, many of the discussions that I have with people where we sit down and we really find out what is going to actually be the best solution. And in the end of the day, what this allows for is it really allows every entrepreneur, every business to be able to access some sort of video media here in 2020, when now it's become more of an expectation by the audience than just, a novelty for them.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, we, we are an entertainment-driven society, and so the closest thing we get to live entertainment is watching a video. So
3: Yeah, that's yeah. quite true. And we become, we become uh, increasingly more comfortable with it, and we, when we go through our social media feeds, um, you know, I, I, a lot of people I talk to are usually looking at their LinkedIn feeds most of the time because, you know, they're in the professional space, and they do see people out there using video in various ways. And, you know, they start to wonder, well, okay, what kind of role does this play? And, and, you know, there's two levels in, in, in which you can approach this and that, you know, you can, you know, try to, you know, do video on a regular basis, uh, which is certainly comes back to our discussion about like, what is going to be more of like that? Uh, are you trying to go for some sort of um, recognition, some, you know, character recognition online? Or do you just need a singular video or a handful of videos that help ex- explain, you know, aspects of your business? Mm-hmm. But, you know, if it really comes down to you kind of being on the fence and wondering, um which you know route might be good for you. Um, you know, in coming back to my earlier discussion, um, one of the things, you know, you in in dipping your toe into the water, so to speak, is that uh one of the things I try to do, you know, in this discussion with people about how do you really get into this, one of the things I always do is kind of lay out two points on like a horizontal line and I I sort of You know, then, you know, project them at each other sort of at a 45 degree angle to make like an X. And I call this sort of a a coincidence of two characteristics that I like people to keep in mind, which is that on one hand, you have one point, which is you maybe don't have all that on camera ability that you would like and that you need to work on growing that and you need to develop that. But if I hear someone who's saying, ah, you know what, I cringe when I hear myself. I cringe when I see myself. Because listen, I do the same thing with myself too when I see myself mm-hmm. on video. It could be it could be tough sometimes because we are our biggest critic. And so you also, in your second point here, is that you also want to learn how to actually, you know, uh, accept who you are and have a self-love for yourself mm-hmm. that allows you to be comfortable with yourself. And I know this is a bit... You know, getting to a higher altitude in terms of what we're talking about here. But in the end of the day, your ability to accept yourself for who you are and be comfortable with that. This isn't just about video here. I mean, we are talking about overall. You know, you as a professional at a, you know, even not even just a professional level, but at a personal level, you know, being comfortable with yourself, because the thing is, video doesn't lie. I mean, you know, uh, people, when they get in front of the camera, it can be very tough to hide sort of those things about yourself that um, are true. So if you're feeling uncomfortable and nervous, you know, probably it's going to come out. But if you can take these two points and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to work on progressing my skills. But as I go, I'm also going to learn to accept things about myself. You know what? You know, I really don't like that angle of myself from the left side. So you know what? I'm just going to learn to just, you know, take that for what it is. And move on, you know. Right. And you work on improving on what you can, and just keep going with that. And at the end of the day, if you feel that it doesn't, you know, really satisfy you, um, there's always alternatives, like I said, to not necessarily having to be your own celebrity in your own show.
2: Yeah. No, I love and appreciate that you said those things, Weston, because it is it is so true. I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's something to be said for authenticity um, and just bringing your whole self to that situation in a video and people appreciate that. And if you try or attempt to be or pretend something that you're not, that's also going to spill out because, you know, Although common sense isn't common anymore, we're all relatively smart, and we can see through when someone's being inauthentic. So I definitely appreciate you you sharing that encouragement.
3: Yeah, and also you know, there's there's actually a very practical reason for thinking about that way too, because you you express it in a way that makes a lot of sense, which is you know the importance of being genuine. And um, sometimes you know it's easy enough to just kind of take it for what it is at a level of just hey, you know what, that's just good morals and ethics. To just be that way. Uh, but there's another more practical reason for that, too, is that actually um, a video that can help portray the character and culture of your, of your business, of your message, you know, everything from how the visuals work to how you present yourself to the music choices to how the branding and graphics work. These all provide subliminal messages to the viewer that tell a story and that forms an impression. And why that's important is that. You know, there are some businesses out there that purely just want to attract everybody. However, I would say for most of the people I interact with, those who have the small to medium-sized businesses, you know, who are very skilled entrepreneurs and business owners who really value their time, is that they want to work with the people they want to work with. Right. And one, and yeah. And so you kind of see where I'm going here, which is that you want to attract those people. And this is just one way in which you can do that.
2: Awesome. Now um, I'm sure, and I would love to, for you to share with folks if they're interested in connecting with me, because we're not, we're not promoting necessarily a do it yourself, although we can do it ourselves, but that takes time and effort. Yeah. So some of the, the quickest way for you to get a video done would be to work for someone like you. And so, Share with the the listeners what the best way would be for them to circle back and connect with you and tap into your video genius. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, okay, you've already called me a genius and a guru tonight, so I'm, I'm certifiably <laughs> flattered. So thank you very much about that. Uh, and I'll certainly uh, do my darndest to come through for everyone. But, yes, you know, I do encourage everybody to connect with me. Uh, my name, Weston Trussell, that's W E S T O S T-R-U-S-S-E-L-L and westintrustle.com. You can find my contact information there. You can also find me by my name on all social media and I invite everyone to connect because in the end of the day, if you're dipping your toe in the water of media development, um, at some point people do have the kind of deeper questions and want to take the deeper dives into learning more about how they can really build that up. And I always invite people to connect because I do courtesy assessments to see how I can help. And um, I also have various ways in which I develop professional video um, from, you know, uh, turnkey video solutions for professional video development to video coaching and video training for those who want to do DIY videos. And it's all about addressing the complex and varied needs of people out there who are looking for very, very customized solutions for their video needs. So I'm happy to help in any way I can. And I always invite people to connect and have a conversation.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, Weston. This was great information. And um, just thank you for just sharing your wisdom with our listeners.
3: Well, my pleasure, Kelly. And again, thank you for having me on the show and happy to contribute my two cents.
2: Well, that concludes this episode of The Boost Podcast. Thank you again for listening in. If you don't mind, if you could like, subscribe, or share the podcast with a friend, I would greatly appreciate it. For more information on anything Boost-related, you can visit our website at www.kellytleonard.com.
0: Epicor is the essential partner to the world's most essential businesses, offering ERP solutions built for growth and operational success. Explore the industry productivity solutions we curate for the automotive, building supply, distribution, manufacturing and retail industries by visiting epicor.com/essential. That's e p slash o r.com/essential.
1: Right now, savings goals might feel out of reach. But with the U.S. Bank mobile app, we can help you put money aside in a way that won't make you miss it. Using personalized insights, you can save in a way that works in real life and all the curveballs that come with it. So let's get you closer to whatever it is you're saving for. Because at U.S. Bank, even our tools are smart enough to put people first. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC.